0: In this episode of What the Prophets Say, you're going to hear some slightly dodgy stories about wild Holy Spirit possession, but at the end of the day, you are going to be liberated to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit and to worship God extravagantly in your body. So you don't want to miss out on this next conversation on What the Prophets Say.
1: Welcome once again, friends and family, to What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and I'm joined by, guess who? The joy that is?
0: Sam Robertson.
1: Sam Robertson. It's not that I forgot his name, no. but I'm just letting you introduce yourself. And Sam, I am borrowing your Bible for yeah. today. I have to say, it's very well read.
0: It's well written, it, is yeah.
1: Yes, it's falling apart and it uh, it's all folded over and highlighted. And uh, I'm very impressed, actually, with this um, uh, devotion to the reading of scripture. I love
0: it. It's enjoy- I quite enjoy it.
1: Do you find that when you get one new Bible and then you, you miss your old one because you so know where much. everything was and on also, the page? And <laughs> also, I've
0: got like such a like photographic memory that I remember the Bible according to what I see on the. So see, like if I'm memorising a scripture, what happens if I'm reciting it? As I go and see the page. Really? That it's on in my, like Ephesians three sixteen, which is one of my favourites. Yes. I would go, I, I would go in my head. You know, I pray that out of His glories, riches, He may strengthen strength in you, your inner you. man, yeah. and read it off the page. So Aww. it's, I mean, it is. It, it's hard when I get a new Bible. When
1: you have to, t- yes.
0: That's a tough thing. <laughs> it takes me a while to transition.
1: <laughs> it does. I actually uh, was talking to somebody last night who went as a statement of faith and shifting themselves to be a better evangelist. Mm. They went and bought 10 Bibles, put them in the boot of their car, trunk of their car, and then all of a sudden... God put people in their past who needed truth, who wow. weren't saved. Just, I thought that was a lovely is, sense of yeah. how you get yourself into, you know, that, place, frame, of mind, yeah. that frame of mind. and a, a prophetic act of mm. buying scriptures,
0: rather than yeah, catching up with catching it. Catching
1: up afterwards. I thought that was yes, yeah, that's good. Uh, I like that idea. A, a, a beautiful thing. Mm. And uh, I heard another testimony. I was on with a group last night from a guy who's really been wanting to witness to his neighbour. And, you know, I did think, well, just go knock on the door. Yeah. Uh, uh, but actually then said, I went to the swimming pool and swam into my neighbor as the answer to prayer. And then we had a much more vulnerable chat because they were, they were in their swimming trunks. So, um, you know, there we go. Mm. Top tips for evangelism. So <laughs> <laughs> go to a swimming pool. Go to a swimming pool. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have another hard-hitting, we truthful did. conversation to have because we want to talk about... Our lack of wildness. Can I ask Mm. you, my friends, did you used to be more wild? Did you used to be less inhibited? And was there this flow of this sense of whatever the cost, whatever it looks like, I'm right there, God. Mm. See, I think as we age, there is a sense of jadedness that kicks in and that difficulty to hold your childlike status before God, the the loss of awe and wonder.
0: Mm. Uh, Yeah, and so no wonder we're told to pray, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Because most of us, you know, after we were saved or even after we were first filled with the Holy Spirit, we're probably much wilder than we are now.
1: It's interesting that when David prays that, it's a restoration of an emotional state. Absolutely, yes. It's not restored to me the reality yeah. of my or salvation, the logic. Yeah. or yes, yes, or the certainty of my salvation. Restored to me the emotional standing yeah, of my joy. salvation, the joy of my salvation, that wild uh, mm, exuberant state it. of, uh, you know, w- w- which is a, which is a glorious state. Now, why, my friends, are we having this conversation? Let me look straight at you down the camera if you're watching, or hear my booming voice in the microphone. Yes. We are going to do days where the glory of God is going to show up and your physical frame is going to be part of the equation Come on. and let me tell you this you are not just a spirit you are spirit and flesh although you're predominantly spirit there is going to be even within you that requirement for your body to participate in the move of God and you are going to be a sign and a wonder and let's look at you know the, the prophets in the Old Testament one of them preaches lying on his side is he Ezekiel does that. I hope we're not called to be like Isaiah, who was asked to preach naked. Jesus, please, we, we no would be you. obedient, but no thank you. Especially but, in Scotland. Especially in the colder climates. But the sense of, uh, you know, David dancing mm. wildly uh, before God and this uh, and that sense of um, when Samuel and his company of prophets are coming down that hill and King Saul Turns up, they point and they say, This is not Saul also amongst the prophets? In other words, look at the peculiarity of his behavior. Absolutely. And can we point to Christians and say, You know, oh my goodness, you're so full of the Spirit of God that you're drunk, that you're actually physically holding something as well as you're spiritually holding something that is then going to impact? We should be able to have our not yet Christian friends point and say look at that wild behavior mm. look run after that person because if you get in their shadow like peter yeah. you're going to get healed yeah, which is it. why the old testament talks about people grabbing the hem of our garments yeah. and saying can we go with you yeah. because Je- you know because i see that the spirit of god is on you or that god so is supported. with you you know and what happens for a people to come and run after us Because it's very visibly evident that God is with us.
0: And I think we've thought that my possession of the, you know, by the Spirit or salvation, well, it can just be a reflective, personal, private thing that in my heart there's change. But actually for the New Testament Christians in the New Testament church, it wasn't just their heart that changed, but their entire physical being started to reflect who God had made them to be and how they interacted with one another, the language they used, their excitement, their radical worship, even how they dressed at times was a sign in their body that they were part of another kingdom. And I do think we have so um, kind of made it this, this personal, private, I can keep it to myself, I can be reflective and actually God's like, well, yes, there's different personality types, but in your body, there must be a demonstration that you belong to someone else.
1: Yeah, and there's several things that, that I love piecing together through scripture, like Habakkuk 3 talks mm. about the power of God being in the palm of his hands. Yeah. And I love that thought that the, the the Marvel superheroes or the comic superhero genre, that I know you love the, the superhero films. Slightly obsessed. Slightly obsessed. Yes. That actually the, the power of God coming from the palm of his hands is right out of Habakkuk that actually it, it talks about lightning strike coming out of the Talk palm of God's house where his power is hidden. Absolutely. That actually I raise up my hand and the lightning strike of God comes out and there's healing and restoration that mm. comes in that place. Or even in the New Testament where it's talking about the eyes being the window to the soul. Yeah. And what we have found, you know, when your eye, when your your body is full of light, your eye is full of light is what the Gospel of Luke talks about. Now we use that in deliverance. We call it scary 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 that when I look at you the the demon in you is arrested and stopped totally. because of the light beams of glory and holiness that comes out and uh, 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 when you yeah. so if I if somebody is in full blown demonic manifestation and I want them to stop I will go look at me look totally. at me look at me look at me and it breaks the hold that the demonic has because mm. the eye is full of light totally. and this these interesting you know stories in scripture are of that that Christ does not just have my mind, but he has all of my being and how I move matters and the sense of the wildness and uh, the dance before God, the being on your knees before him as a posture in your physical frame, but also a posture that helps your emotional response to God.
0: I think kind of as an assessment of church as a whole, um, I think we think we're like David more than we actually are. Yeah. And we're actually a little bit more like David's wife who despised his radical worship, yes. who despised his radical expression of, I'm saved and he's he's been so good to me, so I can't help but in my body demonstrate that. Yeah. And, and she scoffed at David's body and the way that, in his body, he worshipped, not just in his heart. And actually, you know, her her womb was shot. her fruitfulness was capped because she was cynical of the wildness of David and actually yes. I think restore to me the joy of your salvation, restore to me the wildness of, of salvation, restore to me how utterly audacious your salvation is. Yes. Those sorts of prayers even need to start to come from our from us again.
1: I mean let me tell a couple of stories in all of this and, and you'll have heard me share these before Sam but when I started to pray God you know uh, I want full Participation mm. in, um, in in all of you, my, and I give you my body, yeah. my mind, my the whole lot. When this sense of use my life as a story, so it was really coming into this place of a greater a greater level of surrender and yieldedness. I, I noticed a real shift in my prayers a number of years ago, because I think there was a sense that we're looking at my call, my yeah. vision, you know, what's my mission? What's, you know, where are you taking me? Rather than that sense of God, what story do you want to tell the world with my life? Yeah, and that God, you are telling a story and that you have a plan in place. Mm. And I want to get on the onto the page of your diary Mm -hmm. and what you require, rather than me saying, God, bless my diary. God, bless the work of my hands. (laughs) God, bless what I'm doing. And flipping the prayer to God, how can I be your hands and your feet? And how can you show off who you are through me? Mm. And therefore my physical frame is as much yours as my heart and my mind and my emotions are. And so once I started to pray that, I remember going into a department store in Glasgow in the city center and just that sense of, you know, let your glory fill me physically, emotionally, that it's not a hidden thing. And the security guard, followed me around. And I'm thinking, he's thinking I'm shoplifting, you know, what's he, what's he doing? Clothes? And he said this to me when I clocked it and uh, eyeballed him. And he said, um, I just felt like when you walked past me, I came into my right mind. Do you mind if I follow you around the shop? Because I feel mentally well when I stand beside you. Now, I mean, I-, I was stunned. and I'm like, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Follow me around, yeah. you know, <laughs> and that sense of, um, uh, surrendering to Jesus. And then suddenly even my physical frame becomes useful oh, to absolutely.
0: him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how you hold yourself, how you treat people even as well. I've had people who have said to me before, um, in a shop, you you're you're so kind, you know. If I'm, especially if they've been, um, you know, had maybe a long queue and everyone's been angry, and mm-hmm. that's opened the door. I mean, I remember I was in Aldi a couple of weeks ago so and that, a, supermarket, a supermarket for the yes. and the the queues were enormous and yeah. everybody was get getting furious at the cashiers who obviously <laughs> well, not their fault. No, and by the time I got to, I thought I am going to be so utterly different than everybody else yes. and it opened up such an awesome opportunity and I got into conversation about Jesus about who I was because I had a, it was an enormous yeah. food shop and um, the the next time that I went in just a couple of weeks ago the person who I'd spoken to opened up a checkout when he saw me coming with the trolley, because wow. he wanted another conversation because no one had treated him with kindness and i know that's such a, a simple thing but even there the second time around i was able to prophesy over him share some stuff with him and i'm thinking every single time i'm going i'll make a beeline now until yeah. you know and, and i think our, our whole lives should be utterly radically different that when people look at us they know that that were that, that, that there is something different. That we're not like. The yeah, world. I mean, if,
1: if, from literally the f- facial expression of kindness totally, and joy, totally
0: to, to prophesying or
1: yes, <laughs> and it, to our shadow healing. healing totally. people. I, I tell you another uh, story. I was shoe shopping, as you know, is a bit of a hobby. Passion. Passion, maybe. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm sure my husband totally agrees. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I'm in the shoe shop and. Uh, it's not long after COVID. This is quite recently. And just that nervousness around people and proximity yeah. to people that people have. a bit of fear. Yeah, yeah, a bit of fear still. And this woman comes in and she is not in her right mind. Mm. And the wall of the shop is mirrored. And she's walking into the wall. Why can't I get down here? Why can't I get down here? Because she's, and she doesn't realize it's, it's a, a mirror. It's a mirror. And the shop assistants are freaked out. And I walk up to her and literally, as soon as I stand casting the shadow of Christ over her and I've said to God, have my physical frame, use it for your glory, not just my mental prayers or my spiritual, you know, have all of me as I stood there and uh, close to her, her whole body language changed and she started to have a concise and healthy conversation. She said, "Can you help me? I am lost. I've lost my purse." And we have and, and I go to pay and as soon as I come out of her space, she goes completely off the rails in, uh, into her um, uh, you know, uh, fragmented state, and so I actually said to her grab my arm, and the shop assistants are looking like, no, 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 you do, you don't want her touching you because she's not well, and I and she I don't let go of me, and I, I take her round the shopping centre, and she literally just walks with me, and she is completely and utterly well, wow, because of the shadow yeah. of the glory of God. Totally. That I'm saying to God, use all my use all my being, yeah. these kind of wild prayers mm. that we see very much with Peter's, with Peter's shadow. Yeah. I, I mean, the third time it happened to us, I was on the back of a bus in Glasgow, yeah. double-decker bus, and I'm sitting in the back row down the stairs, and, and this very well-dressed lady, uh, she looked educated, she looked articulate, comes out of the back seat, down the stairs, I think she's getting off at the next stop, Sees me, moves away from leaving the bus, sits down beside me, lifts my arm up, and has me put my arm round her shoulders, sighs, and comes into this place of perfect peace. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I did not initiate that at all. In fact, how did this happen that you are actually, you know, you're literally, I am literally hugging you. And you are not a daft lady who's deranged. You are clearly going to some, you know, proper academic type work. And we didn't talk. And I just literally held her. And I held her until I felt she got healed.
0: Totally. Uh, And what what strikes me is... Why is this so unusual when it's consistent through scripture, whether it's, as we said earlier on, Saul called into his right mind just by being shadowed with the prophets, prophets. or literally the little bottom part of a garment healing the woman with the issue of blood. It wasn't even the skin of Jesus. It wasn't even the foot of Jesus. It was the hem of his garment. It was a cloak that probably was a bit dirty after walking through the streets of Jerusalem and she grabs it and she's healed. Or it's it's Peter's shadow or it's Paul's sweaty work handkerchief that heals bodies. And we're thinking, you know, this this is the story of scripture that actually it's not just, as you say, my private reflective prayer well that person's anxious I just pray for them in my head Mm -hmm. but actually our bodies even our clothes should be dripping with the glory and the goodness and the power of God that people are healed or people just need some people just need peace they don't even need a a healing moment or a word they just need to feel an atmosphere of peace
1: yes and and actually it is that sense of I am not just, can we just be very clear on this? I'm not just a spirit being. I am essentially and predominantly a spirit being. But the prayers of, I don't mind if I look a fool. Mm. I don't mind how you use me, God. Mm. If I need to act out a a sign, if I need to wear a certain sort of color, that this full immersion in you can have it all. And the sense of God saying, I want you all, But I want you in a different way. I don't just want the thought process. Come on. I want the whole of your yeah. body language. And I want the whole of your being that mm. I can use as a story. Yeah. And that sensitivity where God says, no, 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 you need to go this way. You need to drive that way. You, the the Absolutely. yieldedness to where God needs you to Even be. Even go
0: up that aisle in the sh- the supermarket, you know, and or you, walk that yes, way.
1: Yes, and you bump into people totally. who then...
0: I mean, you know, and we talk about essentially spirit, it doesn't mean only spirit, it means essentially, and what is, what, I mean, we were, I was talking about it earlier, in my favorite verse, Ephesians three sixteen. I mean, it talks about, well, you start with the spirit, your spirit, which is one with God's, but that prayer is that the spirit in you would then overflow into your mind, your emotions, your knowledge, and then your body. Yes. So it's not, only spirit it's essentially spirit that erupts and then my mind is filled with the spirit Mm -hmm. my emotions but then my body becomes dripping with the spirit of god as well Um, and so it it is that sort of life that then your body you know and people get magnetized to you and 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 draw close to you when you understand that truth
1: you see i think christians are supposed to look different, not just sound different yes. or think different. Mm-hmm. I think because we are slightly obsessed with the concept of two kingdoms.
0: <laughs> just slightly, just cautious, slightly. Obsessed. A minor obsession.
1: That actually I'm supposed to look like the kingdom of God physically. Absolutely. As much as I think like the kingdom of God. And that moment that we become citizens of the kingdom of God, we become Ex patriots yeah. to our birth nations. And w- in reality, we are citizens of two places. We live here, but we are resident aliens to here. We participate as citizens, but we feel like foreigners. Yeah. We speak and eat here, but we are to sound different. We are to look different. We are exiles but not in hiding because of our loyalty to Jesus Christ above everything yeah. else. So I don't think we realize what a full body sport participation becoming a citizen of the kingdom of God oh, totally. is. That, you know, in 1 Peter 2 verse 11, he says, Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and strangers to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. In other words, he's saying, look, you are in one kingdom. It makes you a foreigner to here. Mm. And actually, you know what it's like when you go on holiday. You can spot the foreigner a mile off.
0: totally. You're meant to stand out. And it's that that then enables us to be salt and light yes you know light and what darkness we are meant in, and salt and what a society that's lost its flavor and lost its preservation what, what's the purpose of salt and light we're meant to turn up opposite to the environments that we see it's the whole yes. purpose of a rise and shine that actually you shine you arise in darkness we're not meant to turn up like the environment we're meant to turn up and stand out that our lives are a sign that there's another way
1: Yes, and I I think I would urge the listeners and, and our friends now on this what the prophets say journey is if you can't push this in your personal quiet time or in the front of a church, you are not going to be Able to do it in a public setting. Totally. That actually, the posture that we have of devoted worship in private, where my arms are raised Mm. or I'm on my knees, I'm moving my physical being around in response to the language of my prayers, Mm -hmm. and actually, sometimes we make our quiet times or time with Jesus so repetitively tedious that actually I need a a full body participation. That what I'm doing in my spirit, in my emotions, is in my flesh that if i'm in warfare mode i'm marching and or, or if i'm in uh humility and adoration yeah. i'm on my face or on my knees and that i am working with that in that private place so that um i'm whole and i'm not absolutely weirdly separated that my emotions are doing something my body is not totally.
0: And you can't expect this to just happen to you. Absolutely. You, you've actually got to put legs on this. You've got to be Literally. practical. Literally, Literally. You do legs, legs on it. it. But, you know, I think sometimes we just think, one day I'm going to wake up and all of a sudden I'm going to be wild in worship. One day I'm going to turn to church and all of a sudden I'm going to be happy jumping up and down when the song comes on. and actually yes. something you need to practice. And and actually it overflows from your private time and sometimes it's as simple as i'm not going to have my private time with god in the same place that i always do i'm going to go outside or i'm going to go to a different room and i'm going to move and i remember one of the most it was just after kind of most of the lockdown restrictions had gone here in uh, scotland and I was taken up in the spirit, and uh, I was in heaven. And God asked me, "Do you want to see a comparison between how heaven worships and how my people on earth worship?" Oh. And I thought, "Well, even if I said no, you'd probably still show me, because that's you <laughs> what you're what you're wanting to give me a word here." And then yeah. you know, think about heaven, and I, you know, immediately saw heaven roaring worship, movement. There's colours. I mean, yes. you, you know, the throne of God is surrounded by a rainbow and a sea, and elders casting their crowns and hundreds of millions of angels and then I'm in earth and everyone's in a straitjacket. Yes. and everyone's got partnered almost with this curse of stillness where it's yes. like that's stillness me being still in that sense is the most holy posture uh, in worship and I yep. do think partly it is retraining you know first in the private place but then in the church place as well and in other places that our bodies are submitted to God and the spirit of God as much as my heart and my mind.
1: Yeah, I think it comes back to that fact that there's not actually the right posture of great adoration in our hearts, which then has a knock-on effect in our physical frames. Now I mean you and I are extroverts Mm -hmm. and those who are introverts listening to us are we going, oh it's harder for it's harder for us. Now, look you 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 may not dance a, a, a mighty jig and spin mm. cartwheels with 16 flags tied to you you know hopefully not <laughs> oh but but actually there is a posture of worship that demands more than i stand not, not that Absolutely. we're saying that worship is only what happens within the corporate no. expression mm. but the sense of and really What I feel like is Jesus is saying, I am your prisoner. Wow. Jesus is saying, you have got me captive in you. The Jesus we have imprisoned. And the sense of God saying, I want liberated. And I want my power liberated out through you. And the liberation of Jesus through his bride, to his bride, and through his bride. Mm. And Jesus saying, set me free from the box. Set me free from the box, yes, of your traditions. Mm. Set me free from the box of your structures, but set me free from the box of your body.
0: Come on, now our body has almost, has become a prison.
1: Yes, <laughs> and having Jesus wow. formed, having Jesus formed in me, Is it? I want Christ formed mm. in me. And the maturity of having Christ formed in me is it's more than just holy thinking it's Jesus expressing himself Mm. through you so Jesus expressing himself through me in devotion to the Father Mm. Jesus expressing himself through me as I am his hands and his feet the expression of his manifest kingdom his visible kingdom Mm. through my physical frame. And yes, I want to be holy and express devotion to God. I want to be pure. I want to be righteous. But Jesus expresses himself through. He presses into me and he presses out through me. Wow. In how I hold people, in how I look at people, in how I am physically in their space, in how my hands laid on become the lightning strike of liberation, of how my eyes cast, uh, you know, cast out their demons, of how the facial expression comes. And that sense of um, the the desire that he is, that I am possessed by him that I am possessed by God, okay. I, or, or I'm possessed by Christ and his spirit as a sign of what it means. And I don't think that we really have ever seen this.
0: No, and and it is deeply challenging, actually, to give up possession. I think we want to possess ourselves. We want yes. to be possessed by our own control, our own ideas. and the Holy Spirit and Jesus through the Spirit is saying, no, but I want you as my possession. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and the word of God, we are his possession. And, and, and that requires such a yielded place in our hearts of actually, I don't know better. I don't have all the answers. I'm not my own savior, only you, Jesus. And it's that submission of, I let you possess me. And yes. this is a journey we've been on really around the Holy Spirit since maybe summer last last year, um, August last year. And, and that prayer of Holy Spirit possess me and how radically that that changes you. Yes. And, and actually, but how much it requires your yieldingness. Do you remember,
1: Sam, um- oh <laughs> a couple of key times where physical movement has brought in something from heaven do you remember i prophesied once about um with uh, a small group of us meeting together maybe about 50 of us um and uh, in the east end of glasgow and i start prophesying about a boat um, <laughs> and we're yes. going to be you know we're going to you know take we're going to take the shape of a boat yes. and we're going to move and literally i'm on a microphone and i'm standing still and without me saying a word Just by the
0: spirit of god
1: by the spirit of god all of you moved in perfect formation to take the shape of, of a, a boat. Sh- of a boat of a I ship i don't know how i don't know how and i watched you Row, row 50 of you in formation row across the room we did and I, but it it brought a movement into the ministry that i'm like what is
0: but, and, and after that after we'd rolled across wherever we were rolling, everybody was slain in the spirit and under the power of God and out under the power of God because of that.
1: And actually another time, in fact, in the same building, I remember prophesying about, there's a healing well, Mm. there's a healing well, but there's glass on top of it, jump on the glass. And literally there was this spontaneous moving around the well and jumping on top of the glass to release the ancient wells of healing in Glasgow. And those moments of the physical response to God, I remember being in, in in one of our buildings, uh, not being in a prayer meeting, being in my office and hearing this peculiar noise and thinking, what are they doing? And I poke my head around the, do- the door. I don't know whether you are part of it or not. And they are all on the floor with their heads in the middle, in, in, in all the intercessors in circle yeah. formation. I
0: saw it, but it wasn't part of it. And then
1: they start rolling in, in, in because they're moving like a wheel together, rolling around the front of the head. because God is saying they need to be like a wheel within a wheel where the spirit literally. goes. And literally the glory of God is in the room by that kind of full body participation. Yeah. And I have actually watched, can I tell you this? I watched a heroin addict come into a prophetic school that we were doing. I do not know how they got there. Um, because anyway they did and my friend did two very odd things two very odd things first of all she she sensed the spirit of addiction and heroin uh, you know issues and immediately I mean this per per chap must have thought what "What is going on here she raced up to him grabbed his waist, roared into his stomach like uh, like a really strange... And then danced all around about him, violent dance. He just stood there like, I'm a little bit stunned. But she roared and wore off his and addiction spirit. His and he was completely set free, free of heroin and her- her- drug addictions within about three minutes. Crazy. It, and that sense of, you know... The movement, no wonder they pointed to the disciples and said, you know, there are the people who turned the world upside down. Oh, totally, totally. Because it was visibly evident and I think we've, we've, we've curtailed Christ to be an academic conversation. Absolutely. If I just win the argument. And yet Paul says, oh, no, 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 no. Um, and Paul says, if I quote it, it, not quite word for word, but his essence is, I thank God that my preaching was not with wise words, but with demonstrations Stations of, of power, spirit's right? power. Totally. And so we're asking the question, how do I become a demonstrator of the power of God without language? Absolutely. Without academic debate? Absolutely, but actually, I turn up, and you know, in in that true sense of Moses, um, God's snake ate Pharaoh's snake.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and, and I think we, you know while there is maybe a place for academic debate, academic debate doesn't change a heart, and it doesn't change and transform a heart, it's the power of God that does, and it's the spirit of God in us that makes us agents of change, and I think we have so domesticated, we've imprisoned Jesus, and we've domesticated the Holy Spirit, and we've forgotten that our first introduction to the Holy Spirit is that he violently shakes across the earth, and we've forgotten that time and time again in Scripture, the Holy Spirit is only ever represented with moving Imagery, whether it's yes. rushing water or yes. blowing winds or even how he prays, the Holy Spirit doesn't pray, you know, oh, to the Father, and it's all very nice, and I raise uh-huh. this one. It prays with groans and sighs and shouts too deep yes. for words, that yes. that he's he's noisy, and actually, sometimes we have to get so <laughs> over ourselves yeah. that we let the spirit of God loose in us. I mean, I remember one of my first ever times at um at, G, uh, at GPC it was Glasgow prophetic center at that Before point um, Alliance, yeah. and um, I had uh, this was just joining staff and I was part of uh, we were doing some training for those who saw in the spirit and we all had to run around the room and I'm thinking <laughs> what have I got myself into <laughs> I Are have left weird... <laughs> school
1: for this <laughs> these uh, weird yes, prophets.
0: but I got so free in that of yes. running around a room. Why? Because it's not a formula. It's not go and run and you'll get free. The Spirit of God said, move with me. And we moved with the Spirit of God. And there was freedom and deliverance.
1: Yes. Can I tell you one of my wildest stories? It, 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 you will have, you know the story. I was ministering in a place <laughs> I would really like Jesus to do this again, but at the same time, it's excruciating. So I'm on the platform and I'm saying to people, You've all had a victory. I want you to turn to your neighbor and lay hands uh, over on the person next to you and release the victory yeah. of God you have had. Share the breakthroughs. And then I I watch a whole congregation looking like blankly at each other, like I don't, I don't know what, I don't know that I've had a victory. So I I hear myself say, stand up if you don't know what your victory is. So most of the congregation stand up and I'm thinking, Oh boy, what do I do now? So I hear myself say loudly on the microphone, I will prophesy and tell you where you've had yeah, victory. Get words of knowledge for. Words it. of knowledge. So I start with the person, you know, on the front row. Uh, you know, on my left. You have had a victory over sexual abuse in your child. <laughs> Haven't you? Yes. And they flush red. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. You were badly tormented and bullied at school. Remember when you were beaten up? Look at the victory you had. And I can feel the ripples of make her stop speaking in the room. By number three, I'm going, you had a secret drug addiction. (laughs) And nobody knows. (laughs) No, you (laughs) were so free. everyone knows. So by number three, I'm going...
0: Stop, I should stop. This needs to stop. (laughs) But you can't.
1: (laughs) The woman who is number four...
0: Because she didn't stop then, obviously. Because no,
1: no, she, the number four did stop me. It all came to a crashing halt. She (laughs) is is wearing a headscarf, a bandana with a... um, Skulls. Skulls. And
0: crossbones. Skull and
1: crossbones, like that pirate stuff. Black was black. I do not know what I do. It was the spirit of God because I had said, God possess me. I come (laughs) literally running at top speed off that platform. I am hurtling towards her and i find myself right in front of her shouting in the microphone whilst ripping her headscarf off why do you have demonic symbols on your clothes you are wearing the skull and crossbone of satan <laughs> and i grab it off literally. her head and i throw it across, across
0: the room oh, literally Jesus. right across the room
1: <laughs> and what does she say to you Emma? well it's all a bit embarrassing The microphone is right at her mouth because clearly I'm in. And she says. Because you're that close. (laughs) She says, crying, which makes me feel awful. I have head lice. And it was the only thing I had to cover the head lice in my hair, and literally. And I, I'd
0: only been sa- I've only been saved a well, week.
1: She'd only been saved a week. She and literally, I've thrown her head You've lice. You've had the head lice. I've God. thrown the head lice across the entire congregation, the
0: entire room. <laughs> so Shower the, She then says them. into
1: the microphone, "I didn't know Satan had symbols." <laughs> <laughs> i've only been saved a week it was awful yes so i actually hand the microphone to my traveling companion
0: <laughs> said prophesy
1: i actually said to her fix this yeah, just
0: prophesy
1: <laughs> and i actually took the lady outside <laughs> you and, ran away with her, yeah. uh, i ran away with her and um, and i i said to you want me to say to a week what color are your clothes she said all my clothes are black And I I went to the the bank with her. I have no idea what my travel companion did with the congregation. I have no idea how the congregation responded. I put cash in her hand and I said to her, go and buy um, something like, um, I don't know, like a white blouse with purple butterflies on it, says (laughs) I, and go and match the call of God on your life with your dress. And (laughs) we go back back in and I think, Jesus, um, they are going to hate me and... What have I done? And we have a lunch break because everybody needs to recover. I'm on the phone to David saying, what have I done?
0: Was I too strong? What have I
1: done? <laughs> and two hours later, this woman comes walking in with a crowd of addicts behind her. They look awful. And she comes walking up. She has changed her black outfit Two, guess what? A white blouse with purple butterflies. How she found it, I do not know. And she said to me this. She said, I had a heroin addiction. And as you grabbed my headscarf and threw it off, I felt the addiction leave my body. Yeah. And I am in my right mind. She got um, so free. She got completely healed of addiction mm. as I grabbed that headscarf off her head. She had gone and found her addict friends and brought them into the church. And she said this, what you did to me, <laughs> can you do to all my friends? Yes. Yeah.
0: And also, just to clarify, I don't think there was a head lice outbreak in that church after, <laughs> by the power of God. It came with fire and he burned them all up. So nobody ended up with head lice But to be fair, that. she actually
1: grabbed hold of me and hugged me. Yeah. And as I'm holding her in her white top with purple buffer lice, I am thinking, what her <laughs> head lice are very close to me right now. <laughs> in that loving way. Yeah. But it was it was a moment Possession. of... Possession. It was a moment of Holy Spirit yeah. possession. Did I enjoy it? No. Did anybody else in the room enjoy it? No. Did I think I'd been incredibly rude? absolutely i thought i was inappropriately rude but this possession of the spirit of god have my physical yeah. frame for your glory which is very different from i just don't want to sin i don't want to sin i don't want to sin to own own all that i am and then suddenly we are seeing these demonstrations of the spirit's part yeah. it's a little bit like smith wigglesworth who to heal a disabled child, did not kick them or throw them off, the dropped them off a platform. You know, and it's that.
0: <laughs> it's not that we recommend doing it, we that. We don't always, recommend that. But, but I hope possession. you're
1: understanding that there is a different sort of prayer that is, is required so that I am not a domesticated yeah. Christian and that Jesus has the liberty uh, and is liberated in my physical frame to not be imprisoned by my body.
0: Yeah. And I think we've got it, you know, all our songs, all our prayers are often, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone. How about, Lord, I give you my body? When was the last time you prayed that? When was the last time you gave your body?
1: Offer your bodies as living sacrifices. Exactly. Your,
0: your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I don't I,
1: just, when we quote that scripture, offer your body as a living sacrifice, I don't just put my mind on totally, the altar. or my
0: soul, or my heart, or my emotions. I
1: put my physical frame Absolutely. on the
0: altar for your glory. Totally, 100%.
1: How, if we prayed this, how different would our corporate worship times be?
0: So, so different. Because we we would get over ourselves, I think, as well. And our wrong cynicism about wild worship.
1: Yeah, yes. Well, what an episode. And and you've heard our stories now. And thank you for joining us (laughs) in this outlandish, and I hope inspiring episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and Sam Robertson. And I bless you to give your physical frame as a sacrifice to God that he may tell a story with your body as much as with your language and speech. Mm. Bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. You clearly ooze stamina. May I gently encourage you to jump over to our website, propheticscots.com, where you can download my e-course... The Prophetic Warrior, nine highly interactive sessions that will equip and train you to hear the voice of God with ease. Make sure that you subscribe and like and share this podcast. You don't want to miss all the things we have coming up for you.